As I got another rhyme, another rhythm for y'all to listen I'm never quitting on my mission, I'ma roll with what I'm giving Got some ambition, this new edition, filling positions Looking at the void in myself and feeling what's missing Better watch the way you going, better go in the right direction In the moment you stressing, but you gon' be counting blessings And I know that for certain, keep on working, open curtains Haters swerving, cause they ain't ready for your final version I'm never gon' give up, give up Fall down, I just gotta get up, get up, yeah Cause this is my road Let's camera action I'm ready to go I'm never gonna give up Good morning everyone Good morning I'm with Kawia Aruna And uh, that was Zach Carlin I had a chance to meet Zach Carlin Zach Carter Kind of check on SoundCloud and iTunes And check out Zach I had a chance to meet him At Gateway Community uh, College This past uh, winter semester And I'm, I'm teaching part-time lecturer there And just uh, he's a smoke, spoken word artist. He's a young person. He's, he's striving to get ahead. He, I asked him to do this theme song for his career of, of uh, Never Give Up. And so that was part of his, his presentation. Oh, wow. and, and it just kind of pertains, I think, to so many of us, uh, regardless of your age or stature in life or station in life or sex. Or if you're on the planet, there's things you, you want to do. You want to strive. You want to survive. You want to thrive. You want to help. And also, you don't want to necessarily harm. I mean, we may harm people. Uh, okay. Sometimes we'll harm people not even intend to. So just that this journey of life is so important. And and with WNHH, uh, we're, we're celebrating, Harry, our second anniversary this August. And it occurred to me, Harry, that I wanted to kind of begin to do a few shows talking to folks like like like, like uh, uh, Kawia. I met you at Pintara. And then I'll mention also where I saw you before, but you had on two different, you were doing two different roles, one role at Pintara and one, one role at, at Hill House High School for, for a panel. Uh, but... Really, what it, what I'm trying to say is, I'm really concerned about what is news, what makes news, what are people interested in. We can certainly find out the weather. We can find out maybe if missiles were launched in North Korea. We can maybe find out if what's going on in Syria. But what's what's really what really is the news? What's on people's minds? And to have someone like we in front of me who's attending uh, Smith College, you're, you're probably leaving in a few weeks, I guess. For yeah, I'm leaving August 25th. At, at Smith College in Northampton and a graduate of Wilbercross High School. I met Kouia, uh, well, the, the, the last role I saw her, I go into Panara with another host on the show here. That was Michelle Turner, Kouia. Michelle has a show here also each each week, Michelle Turner. Mm-hmm. I, I was kidding yeah. you. And I didn't recognize that I'd seen you maybe a month prior with the Delta Sigma Theta had a panel. And what was the name of the panel again? That was for um, education equity, I think a- it was. Educational equity. Yeah. And you were there with on the on the uh, panel with, with some big cheeses. I mean, there was a, <laughs> there's a professor at Southern, there's a professor, I think, at UNH, there was a principal and, and, and one or two others, as well as the moderator was assistant principal. So yeah. Uh, so without, well, without stumbling, and, and the beauty of this show, and I am going to let you talk in two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> the beauty of this show is not have to prepare. And what I really loved about Kawia is telling me we don't even need to review a script ahead of time that she's open to discuss. So so welcome to the show. Thank you. Welcome to WNHH. Uh, we're live. You'll be able to send this uh, this audio tape and, and you know, the the footage visually to all of your friends and fan club members. Uh, so so, <laughs> so tell me why you even accepted to kind of come and chat with me for about 40, 44 minutes. Um, well, I believe in um, advocating for everything. So any kind of platform there is to advocate for what I believe in as, as far as like education, equity, racial equity, everything I'm fighting for, I'm all for. So, so let's expound about that because you showed, and I really appreciate your saying that, the, you showed a little video clip at the at the Delta. 
Yes. Yes. Yeah, so, so share with let's let's, let's kind of elaborate a little bit about that the video clip that you. So showed. the video clip we actually made it. Um, we worked with the Delta. Um, Sigma Theta um, sorority before they were organizing the Martin Luther King Day at the Peabody Museum. Mm -hmm. So they came to us, Citywide Youth Coalition, and um, my co-organizer, Jeremy Cahigas, is actually the one that made the slideshow. Mm -hmm. And it was a slideshow just um, concentrated on youth organizers and youth movement, youth activism um, through history and today. Um, because the the Martin Luther King Day at the Peabody Museum was really focused on youth organizing and like showing the youth that we can make the change. Mm -hmm. So like we had like we um I was more focused on making the um the kind of curriculum for that day. Mm -hmm. I took a couple things from Soul and um a couple other books. Um and we kind of just taught youth why we organize, why it's important, what are different systems of oppression. What does it mean to be an activist versus organizer? And so that video just kind of tied that all together and showed like um, these famous people in history were actually our age. They were actually 17, mm -hmm. 18, 19 when they started doing these mm -hmm. things. So you're not too young to start um, advocating for what you believe in, fighting for those causes. Indeed. And that's what, what impressed me so much. So you're, I'm, um, I do a lot of video, I do a lot of pictures and I'm taking a, actually a documentary course kind of this is coming coming September at Yale and it just dawned on me your selection your selection of people to share with folks kind of the, some of the selection of the young folks that you had there so we had like um, we had Huey P. Newton we had um, we had uh, we had um, Martin Martin Luther King obviously but people don't know he started so young we had some right. we had we had um, visual reputation not necessarily activism um, activists but of um, the pictures that you see all the time of um, in the south where like kids are getting eaten by dogs and mm -hmm. um, hosed down like those were um, children movements and Indeed. the kids and the people in those pictures are actually like children like yes. kids like they're like right. there's from like nine to like 18 years old yes. like they're really really young and mm -hmm. like that's something that's not explored so like those are like some of the things we had in there and you had some as, a, as i recall correct me if i'm wrong some of the black lives movement yes we had the black lives matter movement we had um like those are newer movements we had um some movements in new york the women's march that was just organized mm -hmm. um this last year mm -hmm. um yeah and so th that that's what really impressed me at your we won't you're not supposed to tell a lady's age, but I said I did say that you're going on to, to Smith in, in, in a few weeks, and, yeah. and you graduated at the normal rate, maybe right. even ahead of time from Wilbur Cross, so people can reach their own judgments there. Yeah. Uh, but but the, but the way you linked the Black Lives Movement, I think you, I'm not sure if you had an image of Nat Turner, but or Frederick Douglass, but it just seemed to me that you had a. We had Nat Turner. Definitely. Yeah. See, see, I think you definitely had Nat Turner, just to kind of expand over the 200 or so or, or plus years of what this. We hear this term social justice activism, but the way you kind of connected the linkage and the and the the, the journey, the his story and the her right. story that that really impressed me. Yeah, it is because I think it's um people usually think that we are fighting for different things than before, mm -hmm. um simply because race racism isn't isn't as vocal as it was before. It's more hidden. Mm -hmm. So um I don't know it connecting that really made it. Um, we really want to um, connect that because we want to show like we're fighting for the same exact things. Maybe it's hidden in our laws differently. Um, maybe slavery is um, in a different sort of way. Maybe um, instead of being on the plantation, we're in prisons. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, we're fighting for the same exact thing we were fighting for 200 years ago. Again, and you're listening to the Tom Ficklin Show and Kuya Aruna is with, with, with me and Karina's going to 
uh, be entering uh, Smith College uh, uh, in in a few weeks. And although she may appear younger, through she she has she has a wise spirit, and, and so is this. How long is this kind of? I shouldn't say temptation, addiction, interest. These words you can have kind of different variations of what kind of attracts one to do things. But has this been like? Do you recall? Where you're at, like in the sixth grade or ninth grade, do you recall your kind of interest in, or your parents? Or do you recall what, what kind of the stimulus moment might have been I or, think or stimulus moments? The stimulus was probably um, after ninth grade. Um, I had I came from New Haven. I went to John C. Daniels, a very um, diverse school, um, and I transferred to North Banford High School. Mm-hmm. Completely different from New Haven. North Banford is a cow town in sense. Um, all white population. Mm-hmm. Maybe I was maybe I was like what like the third black girl in the school. Mm-hmm. It was like maybe four black people in general. Um, and so yeah, so being like the only black graduate grad in my graduating class, only black student in my graduating class, and not seeing anybody like me and being treated so differently, um, is really what made me made me who I am today and like pushed me to like understand what racism is in this society. Because mm-hmm. before, I mean, when you live in New Haven and you're around so many people of color and poverty that are oppressed by different systems, you it's normal, you know, it's just normalized. You don't think anything of it. If I'm poor and they're poor, I mean, I guess we're all just poor. Mm-hmm. And um, being in Jossie Daniels and living in the hill, hill north, that's what it is. It's just normal. So I'm not, so I don't see how racism affects my community because to me, it's just normal. I haven't been exposed to what the w- rest of the world is. Mm-hmm. So leaving that situation, going to Northern for high school, for like being around um, a high school that has so many opportunities, um, laptops, Macs, and iPads for their students, books, and all these things, and trips to France and Spain. It's like, wow, you never see that in New Haven. And then being treated differently myself, um, counselors going as far as telling me I can't take their honor classes because because. So essentially because I'm a black poor student from New Haven and they don't think I'm um, prepared enough for that. And, you know, being removed from such a normal situation and like seeing the difference and thinking, oh, why is that? Like, why am I treated differently here? Why do they have so much more than me and my people? Mm-hmm. And questioning those systems. And that's what really woke me up and made me um, start advocating for myself and my communities. Boy, this is the Tom Ficklin Show and Kawina. Thanks, thank you for that response. Yes, Al Sharpton is not here. Yes, Jesse Jackson is not here. Yes, Maxine Waters is not here. And I think I make that joke, Karina, because we we know about those old old school. But there are folks in your generation. They're, they're they hear your news now. What you said, we could have an older person or even a younger person say that. So, is what you've just said? Do you think your views will change in the future? Uh, are you optimistic about what you've just stated? I mean, you've really laid some heavy, some heavy. Hasn't she, Harry? She's laid some heavy, some heavy things on on, uh, on us. Are they heavy? I didn't yeah. even think they were that heavy. Well, I mean, I mean, <laughs> it, it's it's more. It's sometimes it's so, it's sobering and sombering. Yeah. To to to, to hear. Uh, I mean, I I can't speak for you, Harry, but I know when I was eight, seventeen or eighteen, I did not have this 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 kind of. Per- clear perception of what what life is all about <laughs> or, or what i think it's about i hear that a yeah. lot i hear that yeah lot. so so what is that what when you hear that what does that make you think um makes me think wow like we have some work to do because this is the age where people should be waking up people mm-hmm. should be waking up even earlier than this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and i think and i think that actually shows improvement through the generation because 
the the um youth I do work with now are all my age mm-hmm. or younger. Mm-hmm. So um for adults to be telling us, wow, like that's amazing. I didn't know about this until after college or until mm-hmm. I was in college and I could take classes about my history. And so it kind of shows how we are moving, mm-hmm. how we are um actually the revolution is being, you know, the wheels are turning and the younger people are starting to wake up and social media and Google and just learning our own history mm-hmm. and starting to question the system around us. So it's kind of, it's a good thing. It's a really good thing. And I'm happy I'm a representative of that, I guess. I think she's saying, Harry, so there's hope for us. Yes, there's hope. Okay, good. That's, 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 what, <laughs> that's what I want to get on the table. Right. You're not going to kick me to the curb just yet. Yeah. I have to learn a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, I'm true. You're laughing about it. I'm serious. I'm serious. Yeah, you, you, of course you can still learn. Doesn't, it doesn't matter what age, but okay, okay. definitely since like there's our generation is definitely starting younger, there's, it definitely shows hope. Mm-hmm, hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and you mentioned Martin Luther King, and folks forget uh, you know, dying just 39 and getting involved with the situation in Montgomery in, in 1955. I mean, he's 24, 25 there, but even with Martin still being young, SNCC, you know, the Student Nonviolent Coordinator right, Committee, right, right. still started because they were kind of at exactly odd, at, not at odds but they had a different they had a different point of view they had they wanted their own identity exactly and there was that was just maybe a 10-year gap that wasn't even a large gap it wasn't it wasn't at all and um and the children movement while martin the luther children, king was mm-hmm. um in jail mm-hmm. and that all ro- rose up right in his neighborhood while he was in jail and um it's just so many movements of children of youth of kids whatever mm-hmm. you want to call Indeed. us young Indeed. adults Indeed. Indeed. that's right young. Yeah, <laughs> and sure. we're, we we and we're the ones that like will change everything because at the end of the day um youth are viewed as pure in a sense mm-hmm. um un- untouchable by some and maybe not always black youth but um in some sense you know when you put children in the picture it kind of um regain make people regain their humanity mm. so um i think that's definitely a tool that we have on our side mm. Mm. You're listening to the Tom Ficklin Show and Kawina. Kawia. Kawia. Kawia Aruna. Kawia, do you have a middle name? No. Well, no. I have two last names. I have okay. my well, dad's lay, first name. Lay it on. Lay it on. Kawia Aruna Suleiman. Oh, Suleiman. Suleiman, yes. So you deprived us. You didn't give us the whole, you just gave us the kind of the, the half. I mean, you gave us I the really go by You gave the, us the three-fifths the, here, <laughs> Kawia. Uh, we want the two-fifths, too. Two, uh, we want the whole loaf. Yeah, I don't really, we, I don't, we I don't know. We want the whole loaf. That, that's for like the social security card. I don't know. <laughs> like when you write out, do you, so because Like of the, it's on like my diploma, but like I wouldn't. I don't know. I just don't use it on okay. like a normal basis. And do you wish you had a, a a Bitcoin for every time someone has asked you about your, your name? Yes. Okay. Oh, my God. I'd be rich. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, at my job, we like started at Panera. We started wearing name tags and ugh, customers are so annoying. <laughs> They're like, oh, well, how do you say it? Where does it come well, from? Tell us a little about that. Well, I, my family is from West Africa. We're from a small country called Togo. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're Togolese. It's right near Ghana um, and Benin. I have to make those references because it's so mm-hmm. small. Nobody knows about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah, so my name is Kawia. It's, um, it's rooted in Islam. And it means, essentially, it means strong and beautiful. Indeed. that's what my father Indeed. has told me yes. Indeed. well harry i mean can we conf- can we affirm that her father was either blind or he had 2020 vision what, what's our what's our <laughs> assessment i'll go with the 2020 vision i like the 2020 vision oh, you like that you like that huh? <laughs> <laughs> you should have saw her face one of your facebook pages after he had all your makeup on and doing, your, doing your modeling thing uh-huh. yeah i saw it i stopped it 
I stalked it at my age. You know, I'm the senior stalker. Right. The senior stalker. (laughs) And I say that deliberately because, uh, and actually I'm going to a curvaceous uh, fashion show in New York a few few weeks from now. Um, If I say the term Rubenesque, do you know what that means? No. Harry, are you able to look up anything while you're on the air? Harry's going to look up Rubenesque for us. Uh, So let's talk about Panera. Ah, yes. And I raise that because... Everyone, every person, I think it's fair to say that every, are you going by, are you working today, by the way? No. But t- are you still working or you stopped? Uh, uh, I will stop. My last day is like in a week. In a so. week. So tomorrow you'll see X number of customers. Yes. And I would say every person that comes to you, regardless of their age, class, sex, will have an ideology in their mind. They'll have mm-hmm. a perception in their mind. They'll have a religion in their mind. They'll, they'll have some ways of thinking about the world. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, you have to serve them. And right. even in just that minimal transaction, people's perceptions, their beliefs, their ideologies, their personality comes through just in, I want, I want some green tea, but even just in that, in that very discreet mm. verbal transaction, yeah. I'm sure you sense, you sense what's going on. Yeah. What have you, what have, what has that told you? Cause you know, you've read the textbooks, you see about how, how humanity has had historical struggles for the last 5,000 million years to kind of get along. Mm-hmm. But what has this more immediate summer experience taught, taught you, if anything, or reinforced or, or helped you to be, to be more in tune or helped you with your discernment? If anything, if I'm making any sense with the question. Um. All right. So I actually been working at Panera for almost two years now. Okay. So um, you even have a larger so body. A long time. A larger body of. Uh, um. I'm kind of. I I'm kind of confused about the question. Okay. And, and it's it's a confusing question. Yeah. Have the 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 we hear about this term MBA st- schools talk about customer service mm-hmm. in the abstract. Right. But in terms of Panera, where you have face to face communication. And the selection of even the, the, the menu choice are even very, very broad. And then with your being so attuned to people's racism, perceptions, right, black, right, white right, issues. Right. I'm just curious if that's helped you to kind of see the world differently, whether it's enhanced your, your tactics and strategies about how you are going to interact down the road. Whether if you, if you come across an older white lady and, and he, she or, he or she says, well, I'd rather be served by somebody else. She might not say mm-hmm. that, but, but, mm-hmm. but you, get, you get that drift. Yeah. I just wonder whether your perceptions, the data you've collected, the, you, you strike me as being a very observant person. Yes, I am. Okay, yes. For example, I don't think you would have said yes to the show if you didn't observe or have some hypothesis about me because mm-hmm. I really had, didn't explain myself <laughs> much. You follow me? So I'm curious, well, how, do you, how do you generate hypothesis, how information feeds, feeds into your, 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 um, your mindset? So I know well, I've confused, confused you even more, right? Uh, well, I, uh, I think I kind of get it. <laughs> okay. Um, well, speaking solely to Panera, um, observing the my customers and the groups, the certain groups that come in, mm-hmm. um, Panera is on the the Yale side of Chapel, Indeed. the the rich white side of Chapel, right? So I get a lot of rich white Yaleys, um, and it it adds. Um, proof to my little thesis in my mind of how um, racism is constructed and how um, rich white people treat um, other people. Um, And Panera, uh, (laughs) the customers I'm not, the customers I serve are definitely the oppressors. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Mm -hmm. And I've had that observation. And even though people are like, um, kind in a sense of just saying please or thank you or having manners isn't changed their um i want to say their their positions on things you know mm-hmm. their outlook mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. world um i don't know sometimes you can like see it in custom we've actually had a very one like re- really racist customer he came in like flipping people and like um 
not wanting to like touch my some customers don't want to touch my hands or and it just affirms everything that i kind of believe in a way indeed and um it affirms what i think about new haven and how it's so segregated indeed Um, yeah indeed indeed this is the tom ficklin show and 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 i'm speaking with kawaya Kawia. Kawia, Kawia, I'm just kidding. Ebonics, Ebonics. I'm into a Kawia, Akuna. Kawia. Kawia. Yes. Akuna. What's it? Matata. 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 Patata. What's the other part? You had the Salam part. Oh, Suleiman? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So how do you spell that? Um, S-O-U-L-E-M-A-N-I. Perfect. And the reason that reason I'm kidding you because it's it's I, I I'm taking some liberties, I realize yeah. that. And my name is although it's only two syllables and and right. you know Tom. Well, well, <laughs> my, my, my last my last name also is only two syllables. It still gets gets mutilated and, and it's generally uh people at least can understand the, the Is letter. it not Thomas? It's just Tom. Thomas, but but, Thomas. My, but, but, okay. but my last name is, is, is unusual too. Uh yeah. um but you strike me as your generation is just so they you you guys just you've indicated you've had to tolerate a lot thus far mm-hmm. now you're going to go to smith where the the, the class and caste issues will even become yeah per, perhaps even more prominent per, perhaps more, more prominent right uh, and we hear so much going on on that's been going on college campuses yeah. really for the last six years six to seven years in terms of right. being awoke you know maybe you can go back to mike brown etc right so you're entering an environment where Again, that those those legacy issues are still are, 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 are still prominent, yeah. and that's another reason that I'm really looking forward to chatting with young people such as yourself, uh, young adults, for the next uh, actually for the next year. I'm going to turn the shift the the, the radio show in that regard. So mm-hmm. so publicly, your your task, okay, is to identify someone else in your group, your cohort, to come on. Oh, definitely. Oh, right. oh, I have a whole bunch of suggestions. So, 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 so give me whole, but and your task is to reach out to them mm-hmm. and tell them that it's painless, <laughs> and then find and then kind of email me you know, the yeah. contact information. And, I will, and, 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 and Mondays at ten. Yeah. Um, linger a little bit more on the on the Panera because I want to share that we hear that dynamic, the town gown in the old school phrase. It's the town gown tension yeah be- between Yale whether we're in Yale town or New Haven yeah which has really been in place since 1701 but it's 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 it tends to get amplified even more and more uh we've been I think help fortunate in New Haven not to have major racial disturbances mm-hmm. but we still have that te- there still is that emotional tension right that, that, that people feel from time to time and, mm-hmm. and sometimes constantly depending on your perspective mm-hmm. um for Smith have you thought much about so my mind goes to Smith in terms of the four years, and then you you may even even want to go on beyond an undergraduate education, where you want to mentally focus. And I'm not really looking for as much for what courses you're going to take, but I'm look I'm curious about what how your passions, your interests, your goals, your your desires, how the Smith incubator, mm-hmm. the Smith content opportunities might help you to kind of more be be more laser like in your own personal development. Mm-hmm. Um, well. Smith, as you know, is very prominently white and um, more rich, if you want to say. Um, and it's an all-female school. Yeah, all-female all school. Our brother's school is UMass Amherst. Um, it's in a five-college consortium. But mm-hmm. uh, um, Smith offers a lot of opportunities towards studying abroad, which mm-hmm. is um, number one way I want to kind of educate myself is definitely world experience. Um and as for myself, I I deem myself with the task of 
changing the world mm-hmm. and um you hear you, i feel like you hear that a lot in young people oh i want to change the world i want to mm-hmm. change the world but i actually like really want to change the world mm-hmm. um and i i i've kind of come to this conclusion of i like it's kind of so i'm like it's changing the how i'm gonna do it is changing All every right. day but I, I my will, conclusion I will, I will, okay what's your conclusion right now mm-hmm. is you know after evaluating everything i've learned these past like couple years um i think one of the biggest problems in the black community is the understanding of money mm-hmm. um and and um and we all know money is important but i don't think i don't think a lot of us understand it understand understand how to make money how to um invest um finance we and i feel like if i gain that understanding um it's 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 important to my cause to gain that understanding help others gain that understanding Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so i definitely want to focus on economics and finance um and then yeah and um and i i wanted to focus on political science for a little bit but I don't know. I felt like it was kind of a waste of my time to major in it because I could just read it in a book. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, <laughs> so mm-hmm. I think another part of my um, time at Smith is probably going to be spent doing something I love, maybe like computer science mm-hmm. or, um, yeah, or maybe a language. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, def- definitely focus on learning about money because essentially money money runs the world like whoever mm-hmm. has money has the power mm-hmm. and um and you know the black community has been in this consumer um kind of we've been we've been deemed the consumers of the world and, and we haven't been the producers mm-hmm. and although mm-hmm. we have such a big buying power in the u.s um we don't buy from each other and we don't empower each other and we don't understand how um our money can really give us the power that we are we keep asking Mm -hmm. white people for Mm -hmm. so i think the most important thing is understanding how money works Mm. and how it's gained and how wealth is distributed through generations and what actual wealth means Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. what is wealth doesn't mean just having money wealth is something acquired it's something bigger than that and understanding that and passing that knowledge is really important to me Tremendous, tremendous! This is Tom Fitman show. Yeah, mm-hmm. you sure? You sure we didn't rehearse this before? Huh? You sure we didn't rehearse this? <laughs> this, this, this sounds like. Uh, uh, let's give a shout out as we as we kind of wind down. We have some good, some good time ten, 10, 10 or twelve minutes or so. Yeah. You mentioned the uh, Citywide Youth Coalition. Yes. Tell us. Let's give a shout out to them. Talk, shout talk, out to talk, Citywide. Woo. Talk about that a little bit. Um, so Citywide and, and, Youth Coalition and what it can do to 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 grow when you come back. What do you want to hope to see them do? Uh, yeah. Do they need any assistance? Uh, should they be more prominent? Or you know, it's, let's let's talk about them a little bit. Yes. Um. So Citywide Youth Coalition is um maybe is a third organization I started kind of um doing my activist work in organizing in. Um. I started out in New Haven Rising and Kickback. Mm-hmm. And after, and then like um, last summer, I found Addis Castillo, who is the executive director of CY Youth Coalition. Uh-huh. She came to this um, this Yale program I was doing, gave her a little speech, and she t- she talked about the um, third grade, um, the th- the third grade theory about the um, prison beds. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever heard mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she taught in like that. Literacy being a determinant. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So like third grade reading scores being determinant of how many prison beds needed for the generation. And so I'm like, oh my god, I need to I need to work with this woman. 
And so I contact her and um, there's a, there was a citywide meeting, I think the next, the week after and I go and, and then it just starts and my, (laughs) (laughs) and there's about 10 to 12 youth um, around me. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is during the summer. So there was um, a lot more availability with um, youth because we didn't have school. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And we just started, we started, um, doing our bi-weekly dinner and dialogues which Mm is um political education for the community um we focus on things like black lives matter um school to prison pipeline the amir holland case um that's the case in waterbury no no, here in here yeah here um we we had the amir holland campaign which is which was a 16 year old boy that was facing 61 years to life um and then we had and then we had we were um we wanted to focus on the board of ed and getting education equity as far as our textbooks and our teachers reflecting the student population mm-hmm. so yeah and so it's been it's been a long year and we've had like the um the our, the trump rally the um That's right, that guys. was that was on the green that was us on that friday and you of, took after the election day the morning the school that morning off yes mm-hmm. yes and then we had the student I say morning off but the morning off. <laughs> <laughs> the strikeout yes, um for yeah. students and that was a couple months ago i think that was in march and that and we and then we had another walkout for um uh for sanctuary schools mm-hmm. and that was that was sometime that was earlier in the year sometime like and you still February. went to school you still get grades? I mean, you still get into yes. school? <laughs> I, I still went to school, you know. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I still got good grades. But um, definitely holding our schools accountable. And Citywide has been such an amazing resource for me, such a learning experience. I've been able to train with Seoul in New York. I've gained so much opportunity and network um, experience through Citywide. It's, it's, uh, the, the team is amazing. It's me, Jamie Kahigas, Jayla, um brantley and jay who i have i don't know his last name sham ribera mm-hmm. and addis castillo and it's kind of become us or throughout the the course of a year just really working together and some of the folks you mentioned are they still remaining here or are they uh, yeah they're the most all, all of them are still remaining here i'm the only one okay. leaving um sadly but yeah citywide is definitely looking for new youth who are who are ready to take this this next step towards empowerment youth empowerment education and you know, just changing the world essentially. Um, and CDY Great. Youth Coalition has been around for forty years, but mm-hmm. it was Addis who um, looked at the coalition and said, "We're actually like we're really not doing anything for youth. Like mm-hmm. we need some youth movements. We need youth leading." Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, she's mm-hmm. the one that you know um, that b- built this whole um, the youth advisory board and the youth in action and. Um, she that's just right, that's right. you, you had a you had a week a weekend tra- training session at the old one of the old banks i think i was came in and took some oh pictures yes of the it. um undoing racism yeah. that was undoing racism that was with the people um people institute i think that mm-hmm. was yeah mm-hmm. that was that was amazing that was yeah that was like up on yes like church or something mm-hmm. and um that was undoing racism that was a three-day training course and we had like um, principals teachers and students there it was it was definitely amazing you're listening to the tom ficklin show and i have with me kawia arona and they give throw it throw in the the the, the, uh, and and i mentioned that because we kind of wind down when you mentioned black people is that kind of a a global definition i mean folks in togo folks in britain folks in wherever folks in the south 
South America, folks I in the guess, U.S.? I guess it is. Um, I mean, I'm just well, from, your, from your perspective. Uh, well, when I'm talking now, well, yeah, from from what black people means, all black people in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess when I'm talking about black people, I'm talking about black people here because mm-hmm. the systems of oppression are definitely different throughout the world. Mm-hmm. Um, will look different even though they do the same things. Um, but yeah, well, I guess I'm talking about, I, I'm generally talking about here, but it can definitely be applied to now black you, people you, all around the you, globe. You're aware of the method to my madness here. I'll, I'll go publicly and disclose it, Harry. Uh, folks call in. They call in. Yes, yeah, so we will have you calling in sometime oh, next semester. Okay. Or, or the, your second semester. Yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah. I'll one, tell you how it is. And then we'll have you call call in on a you know, occasional <laughs> basis. I might have one of your colleagues, your cohorts, your your, your fellow uh visionaries sitting, yes. sitting here as well because we really want to make be, begin that communion we're going to kind of you you reference the impact on media and power and i still believe in my limited way of looking at the world like <laughs> my brain cells are not as many they're not kind of propagating as much as they used to that we still have we still can maximize more like like this particular audio file will be available to you to send to any, anyone in the world right you can listen to you know assuming they have internet access etc uh and and smith at the five colleges smith in northampton and and uh U- UMass, uh, UMass Amherst, and, Amherst and, College, and, Mount Holyoke, and, and Mount Holyoke. I mean that that that's kind of a citadel of learning, absolutely. Yeah, and also a lot of uh, American kind of liberation and abolitionist movements kind of uh, started started up there. So you're 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 entering a rich a rich a rich area of yeah, history. Definitely, uh, uh, absolutely. I've Smith. You also you, you ladies also have a tremendous uh, Black History Month event that I had I've had a chance to cover mm-hmm. in, in the past. So the, yeah, the Smith Black Student Alliance is. Definitely mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. And and how and, and so you're you'll be a freshman or whatever freshman, you guys yeah. what do you guys call yourselves in, in a few weeks for some of the, your friends that that are at Cross now that are seniors in a few weeks. What do you tell them? What do you want to tell them? I tell them study as hard as you can for your SATs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I in New Haven we should take they study so this summer. They they should study yes as as much free time as you and apply for as many scholarships as you can. Mm-hmm. Um, in New Haven, I feel like we're in a way our our education is tested, mm-hmm. so we take a lot of standardized tests. Mm-hmm. So we kind of um, we've kind of we've diluted the importance of the SAT um, and the PSATs. Mm-hmm. And I remember like going like going to high school here and being like, and them just being like oh the PSAT. SATs don't matter. Just try as hard as you can, not knowing that they dictate the kind of college classes I can take while I'm in high school. Um, and the SATs are just, don't let anybody tell you different. The SATs are just as important as your grades, especially mm-hmm. for these big not schools. Mm-hmm. Um, and just study as hard as you can. Mm-hmm. Just study as hard. Because I was, af- after like like realizing that, I was for, for I was um, tasked with the, um, taxed with, applying for about like 50 scholarships while studying for my SATs and while doing supplements to apply to all these colleges. I applied to 20 colleges, mm-hmm. which is way beyond what anybody should do. Not be like me, please apply to <laughs> like apply to 12 at most, mm-hmm. at most apply to 12. Do mm-hmm. not put yourself under the stress. I put myself under, but yeah, just study as hard as you can for your SATs. That's all. It's, it's really, or ACTs. Mm-hmm. No, let, let, let's take a deep breath on that. Just as we kind of, for the practical, cause I do want to, for some of our, we have such a broad base of folks listening, and there are some high school folks that have just finished their junior year, mm-hmm. um, and the seniors. Should did you apply for so many schools because you didn't follow the advice of your counselors? 
Did you, or because I you guys were greedy or I I applied to because I was greedy. I'm, I applied to so many schools with the need because of the, my need for financial aid. Okay, so you um, wanted to expand your net of possibilities. Yes. Um mm-hmm. I applied to maybe two HBCUs. I I shouldn't have knowing that they didn't have the money I needed mm-hmm. um to give me. Um in reality, especially for us us I don't want to say our minority poor low income minority students we have a very good chance of getting full financial aid at these um rich predominantly white schools mm-hmm. because they have the money to Con- give us contingent upon your GPA right you know if you're a good student good obviously student. um you can't just have like a two point five and expect mm-hmm. to get fully mm-hmm. funded but yeah if you usually when you get accepted to these schools it comes with this huge financial aid package and that's what I realized um my senior year mm-hmm. so with that it's like and these usually these schools are the ones that are hard to get into mm-hmm. um the schools with huge endowments and you know that can grant you fifty thousand dollars a mm-hmm. year mm-hmm. so i i applied to so many schools because i i had a fear of not getting into any mm-hmm. essentially mm-hmm. because they were also hard to get into mm-hmm. um and and then not being able to pay for college which which everybody told me wouldn't happen and it didn't happen but I, I applied to 20 schools anyway. And I'm actually, uh, I shouldn't have. Maybe 15 <laughs> would have been, but I definitely, All but right. like, yeah. <laughs> as, 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 we, as we wind down, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the, the, the last word. And I'm going to, but I want to pose potentially a, tr- a trick qu- question. And there's no particular answer uh, in terms of the time we have left. But you mentioned endowments. And it's, it's, it's fair, t- two minutes right there. And it's, and it's fair to say that, uh, what, what what HBCUs did you apply to? Do you remember like Howard uh, or, or Spelman? Yes, Howard and Spelman. So probably, probably Howard and Spelman. Why do you do you think they had fewer scholarship dollars to provide than? Say, oh, that's because they're HBCUs. Which means? Which means they're historically black and. So you're they, saying that they're the, not that, going to be supported. So that so you're saying that the the educational system, economic system, kind of impacts the yeah. amount of allocation. Definitely, 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 definitely. So, definitely. So that, that's an issue to be addressed. Yeah, it is. Uh, again, this is Tom Ficklin show, and I have with me Kawia Rona Suleiman. And, and <laughs> in terms of your your uh, your final comments, Kawia, so this has been such a pleasure. What would yeah, you like it to has. Say? Thank you so much for having me. What would you like to say that as we um, kind of wind down? I like to say, stay true to yourself and always um, share your story. Mm. Ever share your story. Mm. Forever share your story. Very important. Very yes. important. You're, you're his story and her story. Uh, <laughs> this is the Tom Ficklin show, and Who's been with me? We are has been here. She's mm-hmm. going to come back either through audio or in person. Yeah, or maybe, during, maybe during a vacation break. Yeah, maybe during Christmas. Yeah. And Harry, thank you so much for uh, being the, providing the technical assistance. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't chip in this time, Harry. But we'll get you the comment next time. You were probably just in, in, entranced with what she had to say. <laughs> thank you, everybody. Talk to you next right. Monday. Thank you so much, dude. Right, thank Good you. Good luck to you. Better go in the right direction In the moment you stressing But you gon' be counting blessings And I know that for certain Keep on working, open curtains Haters swerving Cause they ain't ready for your final version Whoa. I'm never gon' give up, give up Fall down, I just gotta get up, get up yeah. Cause this is my road Let's camera action, I'm ready to go I'm never gonna give up, give up Fall down, I just gotta get up, get up Yeah, yeah this is my road Let's camera action, I'm ready to go. Way too long, we face the
them storms Now you gon' face the door you waiting for I said from night to dawn I write my wrongs alarming Competition with warnings Ice galore Now I'm running toward that my life To finish being a quitter But little, little by little They joking, telling some riddles Now I'm in my section Ain't willing to give up Know you getting knocked down But you gotta get up I'm never gon' give up, give up Fall down, I just gotta get up, get up Get up, get up, yeah. Yeah, this is my run. Let's camera action.